What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 321 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company and Not Born This Way brand apparel. All right, guys, so I lied a little bit on my last episode saying that um, my next one, this one, would be recorded with my fancy new microphone and headset and top quality audio. Uh, but I lied. I'm doing this one from my truck um, because that stuff hasn't arrived yet and because I had something I wanted to talk about today. So uh, hopefully the next one will be with my fancy new audio equipment, but today we'll be back to the old days of uh, being in a truck. So I posted today about confidence and I wanted to um, talk about that a little bit today because I've had some uh, some response to the post and some comments and some messages, so I figured it was worthy of discussing a little more. And the reason I posted in the first place was I think I've caught myself uh, using this expression with my kids, with other people, with clients, and I know a lot of people have said the same thing, which is, uh, you know, just be confident, right? Just be confident, you know, as, as you're walking to deliver that, uh, if you have to stand up in front of the class and talk, be confident. If you have to go out there and get up to get up to bat, and there's two outs, and it's the bottom of the ninth, just be confident. You know, if a bully challenges you on the playground, be confident. Um, you go on that first date, you know, be confident. You go into the job interview, be confident. Uh, and that all is, is you know, sound advice uh, on the surface, right? Confidence is definitely a, a good thing and a, and a very important attitude to have to be successful, right? You can't enter uh, a fight or a job interview or a date uh, feeling non, not confident and expect to do well, right? I think we could agree on that. But the problem is being confident is just not, is not just a decision. It is not something that we can simply say, I'm going to be confident and then be confident. Right. Confident confidence, true confidence comes from uh, comes from like the gut, like from the soul, from like the subconscious. Right. Like we we have it or we don't. Um, We can't really fake it. Uh, When we fake it, uh, we know it. Right. So the I would I would probably go so far as to say the pheromones and the things that we kind of give off when we're feeling confident uh, don't. We don't give those off when we're faking confidence, right? So we've seen false bravado. We've seen people pretend to be confident about something when when we can all tell they're not, right? The, the guy who doesn't know how to fight is pretending to be confident about fighting. The person who's bullshitting their way through a job interview is not, you know, talking about things they actually don't know about. Uh, a person who pretends to be confident in their looks or their knowledge or their body, but we know they aren't, uh, we can just kind of feel it. We can kind of sense it. So I think it's happening at like a, like even a chemical level, right? At a, at a body language level. So inherently our bodies kind of know, our subconscious kind of knows, I've got no business being confident in this area. And the reason that it knows that is because confidence has to be earned, right? It has to be acquired, right? Like if I'm going into a 
a fist fight with somebody. And I have very little experience in fighting people, actually fist fighting people. Uh, it is very logical that I don't have confidence in it because I'm not going to be good at it. Um, people are not inherently good at that. Um, I would say, put it this way. That's, it. That's, that. That's probably a bad analogy because some people think they're going to be good at fighting even though they've literally never done it. They somehow think they're going to magically be able to do it, right? Just because they're, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're just going to flip this switch and, and become badass all of a sudden. Um, that would be the same as saying, I've never put on hockey skates and uh, used a hockey stick to drill, you know, to stick handle a puck before. But if the shit hit the fan, boy, I would put those skates on and stick handle my way down the ice. Like, no, you wouldn't, right? So if I said to you, hey, man, uh, I'll give you a million dollars or uh, you're going to go to jail if you don't. Um, go down and score a goal on this uh, college hockey goalie. Um, and I put the skates on you and gave you a stick and a puck and said, now just be confident and go score. It's ridiculous, right? Like your, your confidence will, will do nothing to help you score, score a goal on a college goalie. And you, there is no possible way, if you are not insane, that you will have confidence in going to score a goal on a college goal. The only possible way that you could have confidence in that situation, that ridiculous scenario I just gave you, would be if you had practiced scoring goals on a goalie hundreds and hundreds of times, and you're like, I got this. I know how to stick handle and do a breakaway on a goalie. And I think I'm at the level that I could beat a college goaltender because I've done this thousands of times and I've beaten other goaltenders of equal levels to this guy and I'm pretty sure I could do it. In fact, I know I can do it. I know what I'm going to do. I know how to do it and I've done it a bunch, a bunch of times. I've been successful at this so many times that unless something goes wrong, I'm going to score on this guy. That's confidence, okay? So that could only be acquired by putting in hours and hours and hours and reps of breakaways and shots and puck handling and skating to be able to go into that situation with confidence. So I want you to think about this when we look at areas in which we aren't confident and we think, damn, I'm not confident in this area, but I really wish I was. Well, the bad news is this. There is no way to be confident in that area without doing that thing or something very similar to it. Now, the good news is you can achieve confidence in almost any area by that same token, by doing the thing or something very similar. So, again, if someone were to say, hey, uh, I don't know. Let's let's use the um, I am nervous that uh, if I were to get into an altercation, I wouldn't have confidence in uh, my ability to fight somebody. OK, well, no amount of wishing or 
coping or mental games trickery will prepare me to be confident for a physical confrontation other than having physical confrontations. Now, it doesn't mean I should go start challenging people in bars and in the grocery store to, to confrontations so I can get used to it. But what it means is that I got to put some time in situations that are similar. So I start taking jujitsu classes. I start taking boxing lessons. I start taking kickboxing or taekwondo. I don't know. Something that involves me in physical competition with other people that closely mimics the scenario that we're discussing. Uh, it would also probably involve me uh, getting more comfortable with verbal confrontations with people, which might simply be having difficult conversations, having conversations with people who I don't agree with about certain things, right? Because if I were talking about a physical altercation, it's going to be twofold probably. We're going to be arguing about something, right? Getting in a heated discussion, which if I'm not used to that, can be very off, like upsetting, right? If you're not somebody that argues with people or has confrontation, when you get into one, right? You get into a road rage situation. You get into an argument with somebody at work or just in your personal life. You can be flustered for hours, right? Your adrenaline spikes, you're, you're shaking, your hand. I, but if you know people that are in jobs that have a lot of confrontation or if they're just comfortable with confrontation from their, they've grown up that way or they've just been someone that's been comfortable with it their whole life, they, they don't get flustered. They can have an argument with you and then go get a coffee with you 10 minutes later. They can get uh, into a road rage situation with somebody and then be totally fine. Um, so again, you see this with almost any area, right? If you say, man, I'm really, really have no confidence when it comes to speaking in public. I wish I was a confident speaker. I wish I could stand up in front of a group, right? Even if you're not doing a, a lecture or uh, you're not a speaker, let's just say, I, like for example, I went to a parent um, parent thing at my kid's school yesterday, last night. We had about, uh, I don't know, probably 20 people in a room, 25 people in the room. And we were having just an open discussion. And the person leading the discussion would say, hey, so I, I'm curious, parents, what's your feeling about this scenario? And they'd give a situation. And most people, uh, aren't really eager to talk in that situation, right? A handful of people will offer to talk, raise their hand. Uh, a lot of people will, you can see, not really want to talk or maybe talk but not really be comfortable. Um, that's a situation where you might be sitting there going, man, I have something to say. I wish I was more comfortable speaking my mind here, standing up in front of everybody. But, I, but I'm not. I'm self-conscious about what I'm going to say, about the way I look, about what people are going to think. Like, there's a lot of things that go on in our brains before we have to speak in public. So we might just sit there and be quiet. But we're wishing that we could be more confident and stand up. Well, the only thing that's going to help us to be more confident and stand up in that situation is getting used to standing up 
and speaking in public, in front of people. Um, and that doesn't mean we have to go uh, stand up in front of a group of 300 people and become public speakers, um, but that would help. But what will help that is uh, the next time there's an opportunity like that, we raise our hands and we say something. Maybe it's a smaller group, right? Maybe we have a group of three people at work where we can get comfortable talking in front of people. But we have to do the thing to get confident in it. Now, let me give you that example. So in that example last night, I I spoke frequently in this parent meeting um, without reservation, which I would not have done probably 10 to 15 years ago because I didn't always feel comfortable speaking in those situations. I didn't like to raise my hand in school. I didn't like to talk in front of groups ever. Um, But when I realized my success in my chosen field and my different jobs uh, would require me to speak to groups, to do videos, to do podcasts, to do things like I'm doing now, uh, I just had to start doing them before I was comfortable doing them. And before I was confident doing them, and the more I did them, I got a little bit better at doing them. And as I got a little bit better, I got a little more confident, right? So I think about, um, you know, most of you guys that have been listening to me for a while know that I've been uh, studying and learning jujitsu for the last uh, probably about two years now, right? Um, It's something I'm very passionate about. I'm enjoying a lot uh, I spent a ton of time thinking about it and doing it, and uh, I love it, okay? And uh, one component of jiu-jitsu for some people, if they choose to, is uh, competing, right? Much like powerlifting. So for a few years, I, I followed a powerlifting uh, lifestyle protocol. You know, I, I, I ate like a powerlifter. I followed powerlifter programs. Like I was a powerlifter. But I, was, but I wasn't a competitive powerlifter, right? I didn't compete, but I did powerlifting. So right now, I would say the same thing. I'm doing jiu-jitsu, but I'm not a competitive jiu-jitsu player. I don't compete in jiu-jitsu. And if someone were to say to me, hey, there's a competition this weekend. Why don't you do it? Would you like to do it? My answer would be no, right? My answer would be no because I don't feel inherently confident enough yet to compete in jiu-jitsu. I enjoy it. And I'm getting much, much better at it. Um, but I am not at a point where I feel this level of confidence in that arena. Okay, I feel confident in my ability compared to someone who's never done it. Right? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily feel confident against somebody who's done it the same amount of time as me, somebody who's done it for longer than me. But uh, I'd feel comfortable just compared to a newbie. Right? So um, this whole idea of just be confident is kind of all relative, right? If you asked me to go speak to uh, a bunch of black belts about jujitsu, I would not feel confident if I were thinking I'm going to go tell them how to do it. If I was going to go talk to them about my experience as a beginner and all the things I love about it and maybe even... I could help them understand as a black belt what it's like to be a white belt, uh, I'd have confidence, right? But I wouldn't have confidence trying to speak to something that I know in my heart I'm not an expert at, especially when I'm talking to people who are. So my point here is uh, 
in an area that you want to be more confident, you, you simply have to put yourself in that scenario and do it over and over and over. So the person that wants to feel confident walking into the gym will not feel confident in the beginning. There's not a way around that. But the way to feel confident is to walk in there without confidence enough times that you build the confidence to be there. And the good news is once you get past those first couple times, you very quickly realize there's somebody newer than you. And instantly that gives you some confidence, right? And I felt this, uh, again, I apologize for using all the jujitsu examples, but that's just currently uh, something that's new to me. So a lot of these experiences are different. You know, I've been doing personal training and lifting and coaching for so long that I, I don't know what it feels like to be new anymore at that. Uh, I still know what it feels like to be new at this martial arts stuff. So, um, you know, when I was clearly the newest guy at my instructor's school, I was always aware of that. And then all of a sudden, I've been going for six months, I've been going for a year, and I meet a guy that just started three months ago. And I'm like, whoa, I'm more experienced than he is. I have a higher level of confidence in this room than he does. I know my way around this sport more than this guy does. So I'm more confident. So I'm not confident compared to a lot of people, but I'm confident compared to where I was a year ago or compared to some people who are more new. So if again, if you're new to the gym thing, or you're new to public speaking, or you're new to a certain career, uh, accept the fact that you won't be confident right away. Do not wait until you are confident, because it will never come. Start doing the thing. When you're not confident, all you need is the courage to try. And courage is something that you can just decide to have, right? You make the decision to be brave. You make the decision to be courage and step in there even when you're not confident yet. And then you learn your way around the gym. You learn how to do your movements. You get pretty good at them. You learn where to, where everything goes and what to do and how to do it. And all of a sudden, you wake up one day and you go, you know what? I'm pretty confident going to the gym. I'm pretty confident getting up on stage and talking to people. I'm pretty confident talking in front of a group. I'm pretty confident walking into a jiu-jitsu gym. It's amazing how uh, quickly it can happen, but it won't happen without the courage to take that first step and do it before you're confident. That's all I got for you guys today. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon.